Hey everybody, you've reached the Mayfair Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm Andrew. And this is Josh. We're going to be chatting about March 22nd through 28, 2019. The good news is spring is in the air. The bad news is we have no internet. <laughs> the, the good, also, good news is Andrew's back. And so Andrew's back, yeah. yeah. He's like, well, because spring is in the air, maybe. We, That's why. He's like, yeah, he came up out of his hole. Like, he's out of hibernation. Yeah, no more weeks of winter left. But yeah, we have no internet here, which... For a modern business, is funny because it means we can't use debit card or credit card or yeah. report box office numbers at the end of the night. All the stuff that managers have to do with that I normally don't. Although then, then I did have a guy come in and he was like, can I use the internet here? Because <laughs> he wanted to use debit. And I was like, I don't know. I don't <laughs> think so. I, I don't know how to tell. Like when you look at the debit machine, I'm like, is there a like a network setting? I don't know how these things work. It's so funny. You don't realize how much we're in the future until you lose the internet for a day <laughs> yeah. and it was a few months ago during a you know a good old-fashioned canadian ice storm or something and internet went down power didn't go down but internet went down that's worse for some people to do yeah and i'm at home and all of a sudden it's like i can't do mayfair work i can't watch you know quote-unquote tv yeah i can't read comics on my phone everything i was like i can't do anything i can't paper comics paper i comics. can't pick one of those up <laughs> it's too much the reason we're getting new internet, so basically we canceled old slower internet to get new fancy internet, is that, I forget the name of the business, but many small independent... We'll, uh, just, call, we'll just call one business the other guys. <laughs> the other guys, yeah. And then the other, the new company, the new guys. Yeah, not to be confused with the funny movie, The Other Guys, no, which, yeah. which we enjoy. Well, that's a good movie. But we can't stream because we have no internet, so... I would say, referencing the new piece of tech that we're getting to download movies oh, right. in a legal manner. Many new kind of small independent companies, there's a new one that we are doing a lot of stuff with. They're finally skipping the middleman, which is bad news if you're a truck driver, Yeah. but where we're downloading full DCP files, which some people were concerned about piracy, but I'm like, well, they're too big to watch on your phone. I was going to ask, how big are they? Like, they're big. Because... Yeah, I have no concept. Like, is it is it gigs? Like, I forget. Lots of gigs? <laughs> what is it like? Four times the size of a Blu-ray, or oh god, because that's yeah, the, maybe more than that. More than that, even yeah, yeah, because it could be like four times, or maybe four times. That Blu-ray is fifty gigs, I think. Oh man, yeah. So we're talking like two hundred gigabytes. Yeah, that, that, oh yeah, more. yeah. That rings in my brain. Yeah, four to six times bigger, I think. Damn. This is the future now, where the distributor can. I remember Marcus, our tech guy, our projectionist, talking about it, where Torrent has been associated with theft. Yeah. But when not that, it is a very useful tool. And he was saying how distributors should set up a in-house Torrent, essentially, mm -hmm. because if you put up a new film, then all the little cinemas in Canada are using it. It would work very well. Yeah, legal peer-to-peer -peer sharing. <laughs> Theater peer-to-peer. -peer. I noticed that Humble Bundle, where I get a bunch of comic books... If you download directly versus using the torrent, again, in a legal manner, yeah. man, it's faster. Interesting. So this is where we're at now, where we've gone from film prints being delivered to DCP hard drives being delivered to magic. <laughs> Nothing being yeah. delivered. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because I, I think about that sometimes with just like the career costs. Oh, uh, for like sure. FedExing it either way, like to us or, or from us. Like, I, I can't even imagine how much some of that is. And how... Some of it doesn't make sense because if they had a system like this, then it's just there. You download it. Whereas we've been in the situation where it's some small little independent place that only, I guess, for some reason made a handful of DCPs. And they're in a panic because Edmonton needs it tomorrow. So we have to FedEx it to them 
gold star yeah. overnight, which cost them even more. Whereas if they just have this new system, they we've got set up, and that, not everyone has it yet. Like we don't have. I don't think the big guys are using it yet. Yeah, really? I don't think so. But I bet you they will. Everything is always slow. You know, like, I bet you when. When cars replaced horse and carriage, yeah. I'm sure there was a lot of furious horse and carriage people. It's true. Going, there, there still are. Yeah. In a way, but... You're losing our jobs. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. yeah here you don't like the old-time bikes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it's weird because, like, the couriering might cost more than the actual rental of the DCP itself. Like, our cost oh, for likely. film or whatever, you know? Like, if you have to overnight it somewhere, like, good lord. Yeah, and even with some, even, like, with our, with our Saturday morning cartoons, that's gone all digital, whereas couple years ago she would actually send us like a little hard drive or whatever mm -hmm. but now she just sends three giant dropbox yeah. files essentially makes sense yeah so it's it's because like that's not even that's not a blu-ray rip that no yeah, this, so. yeah 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 but it's just another thing where it's it's i remember it being complete science fiction of the digital world i remember thinking well, no, people want to have books on their shelves and people want to have DVDs. Mm -hmm. But more and more, it's like, oh, nope, they don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm always wrong every time. Yeah. Even when Netflix was a thing the, the first time, it's like, oh, that's stupid. Like, who's yeah. going to be doing that? And the, and the selection was so-so at the time, you know, so. I think there's one blockbuster left now yeah, in, in North America. Is it Alaska? It's, it's, uh, I think. It's far. Yeah. <laughs> it's very far. So it's not even in real Canada or the States. It's in that weird other place up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what, what we consider that to be. Like, that's just a whole other... I just think of, like, The Thing or, like, 30 Days a Night or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if that's accurate. But totally like that. That's all I think of. Monsters all over the place. Constant vampire problems up there. But it's so funny how people are nostalgic for Blockbuster, and I'm like, no, you remember they were the man, right? Like it was that... only good when they were dumping movies for nothing at the end of its run. That's about the only time. It was that good. wasn't like Ma and Pa's video corner. That was the people who drove the who Starbucks the other guys out of business. Like, yeah, it's, it's a sh and like I do miss the visits, but not that place in particular. Yeah, like even the Rogers video, it, it seemed great in comparison because and that's still Rogers, so it's not like they're the little guy. But I just you know yeah when you have Video Flix was sort of the little guy. Kind of, I worked at Video Flix for a couple of years. I mean, I mean, not in you know where I grew up, so it wasn't. I don't know. It West was a Coast chain, video. but I think they were like individual owners. Well, yeah, yeah, West Coast Video, which I don't even know how big it is. Is it just Ottawa? Was it just Ottawa? I can't remember. It might have been out in the West. Well, West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe they had maybe one in the they West. were out in the West Coast. <laughs> no, but that's like the Boston Pizza is a chain from Edmonton, where they were just like, "Hey, Boston," and like, yeah, there's no connection. There's no connection You've at never all. Never understood that, but but West Coast. Lee and I worked there back in the good old days. Together? Together at different stores. Okay. okay. Anytime there's a movie and you're like, oh, it doesn't make sense that those two met. That's not realistic. Yeah. Lee and I, before we were friends, worked at separate West Coast videos, barely crossing paths. Yeah. And now we've owned a cinema together for 10 years. Oh, man. So you might have had to call him to be oh, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. you guys have whatever, the, the ladies man or yeah. whatever. <laughs> That's my go-to. My favorite thing, I don't think I've talked about this before on here. If I have, it was a while ago is that we had a delivery system with Carleton University. So Carleton University had a, I never actually went to the thing, but had a store that acted as our middleman. Yeah. And we would, once every couple hours, drive over 10 movies and pick up 10 movies and- For students to rent? For students to rent, okay. yeah. So students would phone in and say, I want Spider-Man, I want the Power Rangers, man, I want know. Ladies Man. <laughs> Constant rentals of the Ladies Man. It was so weird. <laughs> Different time. But constantly, they would phone in and be like, 
uh, can you just give me something new? Yeah. Something off the new? <laughs> yeah. That's so can good. You, and, That'd be Andrew. Middle aged man in a yeah. life beater. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he just lived near Carlton and would walk over yeah. there. The latest man. I've already seen this. He was a mature student. <laughs> oh, man. So he claimed. What we would do, because we were jerks, like just stereotypical slacker Kevin Smith clerks, God. jerks, would grab just the weirdest thing. So they would say, just grab me whatever, and we're like, you well, fool. and you would you would try to help, and you're like, genre, actor, anything, no, just whatever. So you know, we would grab a Lars von Trier movie, yeah. or Spice World, or a Power Rangers episode, or anything, and then <laughs> they'd call back an hour later and be like, yeah, someone delivered me a strawberry shortcake cartoon, <laughs> and we'd be like, oh, well, you said anything, yeah, I the, that's the Josh special you <laughs> yeah. got right there. And it would just keep going. It, it was. It never got not funny. You know. I should do that with pizzas. Can I, you uh, sometimes they bring do. me just, just not bring a me a pizza? Like, yeah. Just anything. <laughs> oh my god. Like, do you want pepperoni? Uh, just you know. Quadruple anchovies. Sort of it's all fruit. On it. Only fruits and one meat. I've been with people before, and I always cringe because anybody who's been in the service industry, whether it's video store clerk or waiter or anything, and I've been with people who have said, "Oh, surprise me!" And if I was a waiter or a bartender, and someone said, "Surprise me," they'd be getting. A coconut with sparklers in it and umbrellas yeah. and you know it's it's like don't say surprise me because surprise me could be a glass of milk or a wine yeah. you know <laughs> like, it's fine if you're making someone a mixtape you know yeah sure like yeah you want to be surprised but it's like i don't know here's your soda water and canada drive you'll enjoy yeah. that but evidently surprise me does well here because saturday night cinema draws more people than if we advertise yeah. a weird movie it's true if we advertise a weird movie 15 people show up in Saturday Night Cinema 75 people show up yeah <laughs> so. it should only go higher since it's nicer now so I mean ideally I don't know oh man I know it's coming in April for Saturday Night Cinema okay. it's a rare time where I know it's coming weird I know it's 35mm that's a that's a month away I think I know, I know what it is too. I'm staying up late it's a rarity where I'm coming are you just saying that so that I feel left out? yeah because <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one who doesn't know we gotta tell you off air because if I can't give any hints because you'll know what it is in four seconds but well, it's awesome look forward to like our you know May 4th coming up and people will be like are you, yeah. are you guys showing Star Wars yeah you guys be showing Star Wars like no no nobody can still show that that uh, just happened oh yes that's it that's it book. yeah Andrew picked up the novelization there's yeah. a clue there's Jaws a- 4 <laughs> I can't believe we're showing that I think they showed up on the Mayfair Twitter feed because you commented on it but somebody commented on a lot of good things might happen with the Disney Fox thing yeah but the vault might get bigger and so many people were like, what's a vault? And I didn't bother throwing my hat in because I was busy. Yeah, especially you know? as a theater, you know, it yeah. looks weird because it almost looks like sour grapes. Like, you're like, yeah, this will be so bad and here's what's going to happen because we yeah. don't even know. Anytime somebody says, oh, my local theater screened Return of the Jedi, I'm always dubious because I bet you what that was was a private birthday screening or something. Yeah. Because yeah. theaters can't show Return of the Jedi. They can't. I saw an interesting thing where someone said it might be different in the UK because apparently the UK does show Disney movies fairly frequently in theaters, which I don't, I have no proof of that or anything, but that could make us sort of, like, it seems odd to me, but like, I could maybe see the UK having a bit more leeway, but that does seem strange if they're going to like cut everyone else out. Why? It's weird because when I was a kid, it was normal. It was in rotation still. It would be like Fantasia's this summer and Pinocchio's this Christmas or whatever. And I can't remember when they stopped, but I think it was their kind of big comeback, like Little Mermaid and stuff like that. Because yeah. I don't think Little Mermaid or Aladdin or Beauty and the Beast have like, ever been yeah, Lion King. re-released. Yeah. But every time somebody's like, oh, you guys should show Star Wars before the new Star Wars movie comes out. 
I just have to hold my tongue to not be a horrible, sarcastic bastard and be like, yeah. we never thought of that. And it's sad, <laughs> like, it's, yeah, this doesn't change. This is only maybe bad news for us, but it has been cool seeing some, uh, like, there was actually uh, one, one person replied to my tweet who's part of a shadow cast for Rocky Horror oh, yeah. in California. And I thought that was cool. They're like, oh, yeah, we do that every month with a shadow cast. And I was like, whoa, it's like a weird, bizarro version of us. So, you know, so there are people who get it, but it's, they're very few, unfortunately. And all we know now is that it happened. Yeah. But, like, we don't know anything. They still haven't released and said any hints of... Because they own Marvel and Muppets and Pixar yeah. and all these other things. But I just have a feeling it's they're going to vault it. I have a feeling that it's going to yeah. be the same thing. I hope it's not. Like, Rocky Horror may be the one exception if there is one. Maybe. I mean, knowing them, why would there be an exception? But it just it brings so much joy around the yeah. world like every <laughs> month, like yeah. let alone Halloween. Like, maybe they'll be like, okay, for Halloween you can show it. But even then, you're sort of like, well, Or maybe this, this will make them realize the wrongness of their ways. Yeah. Because, again, if we could show Nightmare Before Christmas every Halloween slash Christmas, yeah. it would be an event. Like Die Hard is. You know? Exactly. It would be like, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, it's going to be weird if they take that away. Yeah. The only weird thing, and not a silver lining, but it'll be so weird to have something else screening on Halloween. Yeah. And of course, there's a million options, but it'll be we weird. Should show Halloween. Yeah. Halloween. <laughs> no. <laughs> we should just show just normal movies. Yeah. Just nothing. For nothing the first fun. Time. Yeah. Well, you know, if Disney can admit they were wrong about the James Gunn thing, then may admit they're wrong about the thing they haven't done yet that we hope they don't do. <laughs> so I guess we'll find out. But yeah, it's scary. So we have a really busy week this week. A, a weird week with a bunch of festivals and stuff. Yeah, insane week. So March 22 to 28th. We have on the basis of sex, which is one of these movies that got nothing, like yeah. no no nominations, no buzz, no anything. I, my friend asked if we were going to show it like weeks ago, and I yeah. never heard of it. I was like, I don't know what that is, and the title doesn't tell you a lot. No, like, you'd never know what it actually is. I thought so much that maybe it was a 2019 movie, but it's not. It's a 2018 movie. Okay, so it shows that sometimes movies, and you know, it's got a big subject matter of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who's really popular now. Mm-hmm. And had that documentary and is in the news all the time and is kind of this big iconic figure. And this movie came out with Felicity Jones and Army Hammer, who are both coming off of getting nominations for other movies yeah. in recent years. And it's, it shows you how hard it is sometimes where that movie just disappeared. So weird. So we're getting it. And it essentially feels like an Ottawa premiere. Yeah. Because... Well, there was the Ruth Bader Ginsburg documentary. So yes. maybe, maybe that kind of overshadowed this. Maybe people thought it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, and I, don't, I didn't know anything about it, like how long it was even in production. Like, I, yeah. just, I, I'm shocked it's a 2018 movie as well because like it just came out of nowhere. But but it's supposed to be great. I, I mean, I'm gonna go see it. Yeah. Yeah. Lee booked it because Jin Urso's in it. That, that's his, his booking policy. <laughs> oh, Star Wars actors. That's, I mean, hey, whatever it takes, right? Then we have the. I'm surprised we got this. I thought this would have been out of our grasp by now. But Green Book, which of course kind of controversially it's weird because it's not a controversial film yeah but it has gained controversy in that it won best picture when i think if anybody bet vegas odds on it they might have won a lot of money off this yeah because i think it was like 100 to 1 odds that it was gonna win and it seemed it had better odds before little controversies were coming out like the writer had made tweets and it's like oh well tweets mean something we fire people for that you know and then other like just little thing oh the director was cruel back in the day and all these it was weird it was it was conveniently right before the oscars but hey, it worked. <laughs> I think it's fascinating. Just we're in this weird trend now of so last year, Jordan Peele, who up until directing this awesome horror movie, 
was a comedian, mm. won an Oscar. And I think it was the year before that, the director of the Anchorman movies won an Oscar. Yeah. And this year, the director of Dumb and Dumber won an Oscar. Mm. So we're in this three years in a row trend of people breaking through their career typecasting. Yeah. Even the director of Hellboy and Mimic and... Yeah, for sure, know, whatever, yeah. name it. That's interesting that despite how dumb the Oscars can be a lot of the time, there seems to be letting people do different things. Mm-hmm. Where once upon a time, can you imagine, like, it's, you look at Fairly, I forget if it's Peter or Bobby. Yeah, it? It's yeah, Peter. I, I forgot to. Poor Bobby. Yeah, Poor Bobby. Yeah, Bobby. Bobby. Chico. <laughs> Chico. <laughs> Harpo Farley. Oh, but his last three movies before winning an Oscar were Dumb and Dumber 2, was I think the Three Stooges movie. Was the Heartbreak Kid, or is that old? That's I think that's older. Yeah. Like Hall Pass? Like some, yeah, like I just, think it is. Like three real critical box office fan everything disasters I love the way you're stretching it that <laughs> yeah, sounds like, like worse family parents <laughs> yeah. nobody like but no one it's, it's, it is interesting that good like good on him somehow he got this movie made uh, and it won three Oscars and it's the know? first one he didn't do with his brother I think and he poor brother uh, it's so awkward <laughs> like talking about poor Bobby it's like yeah. and then I won the Oscar like, yeah. oh god so good though Bobby's like you want to do Dumb and Dumber 3 now oh man and like Dumb and Dumber 2 isn't as bad as it could have been like I'm not recommending it it's no green book no exactly (laughs) it's it's the green book of comedies you're like wait no that's bad that's bad but it's you know just seeing those guys together was fun so I'll give it that but I'm not yeah it's it's about what you expect waiting 25 years or whatever after the fact and it's interesting because green book seems very much in the mold of the kind of Oscar bait Driving Miss Daisy yeah, type easily, movie, yeah. and I forget which film it was, but back in what was that, eighty nine, eighty eight? Oh, was that was that Do the Right Thing? Did Driving Miss yeah. Daisy beat Do the Right Thing? Yes, yes. Okay, yeah. so it, so well, I don't even know if is that true. Was Do the Right Thing even nominated for Best Picture? Oh, I don't think so. No, or it's he he lost. Some, maybe I, it was screenplay. If he yeah, lost he, twice in the row to the same movie, that's hilarious. Yeah, he definitely lost something to that movie. I think he didn't. He wasn't nominated for director. We don't have the internet. We don't have the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's hilariously. So now you know. So if you're listening at home, go on the internet and see if Spike Lee got robbed. Man, they don't know twice. anything this episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's no. He definitely because he made that comment about getting losing out twice to someone driving okay, someone around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really. But funny. I can't remember what it was. If it was like a, yeah, a best picture director. But having said that, it's one of those movies that it looks like there's nothing wrong with the movie, mm-hmm. and and it is the one that we point at of like we will make money off of screening this movie. Yeah, greenbacks we call it. <laughs> <laughs> Green book greenbacks. But yeah, and but that leaves us. I was surprised by this as well, but I think we still have the favorite on the horizon, possibly next week. Okay. Because we live in this world now where even when stuff comes out on DVD, it doesn't close that window to us necessarily. Mm -hmm. Because, hell, more and more people don't have a DVD player. Yeah. And want to see it on the big screen. If we're only showing it for three, four, five times... We don't need a thousand people a night. So I want to see the favorite so bad. So I was (laughs) glad to hear that we still might get that. But it's weird that distributors are so quick to get stuff out on DVD when it's, I don't know, more and more it seems like not a thing, you know? Well, and it's so confusing now as like a quick side note that Nicolas Cage, the Between Worlds movie that we talked about, still doesn't have Canadian distribution, but Andrew saw a Blu-ray of it at Walmart 
that's a Walmart exclusive, but there's still no release date for the States, like on Blu-ray or anything, or anywhere else. So it's just like, I keep up on these things, yeah. as you know. And so it's so, just like, Andrew sent me that. And I was like, what? So they'll give it to Walmart, but they won't return Lee's calls about us screening it. Right. And, <laughs> so. we, and who like, who sold it to who? Who even knows? Like, there's no plan for it. It's Someone insane. get Cage on the phone. I know, honestly. So then we have, I'm very excited, My maybe my favorite movie of last year, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, man. Which, beside for just being a nerd movie, just you can't read a bad review about it. Yeah, talk about it's Cage too. That was a perfect it's a segue. Cage, yeah. <laughs> besides for being a fun movie with inspirational characters for little kids and little girls. Yeah, when are they gonna do a, a superhero? <laughs> When's they gonna yeah. be a female superhero? That movie would make so it's much money. Gonna, I don't think it would. Total bomb. It's too bad there isn't a movie right now in I theaters. Somebody, it wasn't me. Somebody tweeted that Toxic Trolls had a really bad week last week because. Captain Marvel made $500 million, James Gunn got rehired, and Weezer had a gold album. So, <laughs> so the three things that toxic nerds on the internet just love being angry about oh, were like, pow, pow, pow! Yeah, <laughs> so, Spider-Verse, it looks like something you've never seen before. Yeah. And you don't want to put a movie too much up on a pedestal, but it, it really does. Like, you know, I love Pixar, but Pixar movies kind of look like Pixar. Mm-hmm. And if you look at a lot of the DreamWorks movies kind of like look yeah. like DreamWorks movies... Disney, all the Disney princesses look the same, but this looks like something different. And the music's great, and it's won every award that it could. My favorite thing, I wish Lee was here to tease him about, but I love thinking of like, oh yeah, those guys who got fired off a solo, went and did a movie, which was clearly a group effort with three directors, and have gotten universal praise and success. That cost $90 million. Solo cost $300 million. Maybe you should have kept those guys. Yeah, I saw a tweet that was like, when's Disney going to rehire those guys for Solo? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Solo Redux. Yeah, Solo Redux. I would, I'd be all over it. And I like Solo. I thought Solo was fine. Yeah. But I still look at it and like, oh, I'd like to see a Lord and Miller Solo. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe one of these days they'll get their shot at something else. I heard they were one of the thousand people attached to The Flash at one point, which ranged from everybody from Robert Zemeckis you know, everybody. Yeah. But, yeah. So that could happen still. But. Yeah, I'd be down. So yeah, do catch Spider-Verse. Then we have the Ottawa premiere of Triple Threat, which is a big shot action movie with everybody in it. Yeah. Scott Atkins, Tiger Chen. Tony Ja. Tony Ja and Aiko, Aiko Uwais. Yeah. The I guy go, from The Raid. I don't know if I'm pronouncing oh, yeah. his oh, name right. I thought you were saying I go to waste really weird. I go to waste. <laughs> you were doing that game where you have to read the thing and tell us a word. <laughs> it's good. Bumper stumpers over here. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> there's a blast from the past. <laughs> right. And then we have Haxon, which is a 1929 oh. film with a live musical accompaniment. Man. It's going to be awesome. Love these 20s, you know, old, weird horror movies we, we show. Well, in this one, unlike, say, Nosferatu. I never heard of Haxon before. No. So that's going to be extra cool. And I, if I'm reading correctly, it seems a little Blair Witchy, where it's like a fake documentary. It's a mockumentary. Yeah. Think, well, sort of. Sort of? I mean, before they called them that. Well, I mean, yeah, like maybe 50 years before mockumentaries existed. Yeah, it's like a it's like a fictitious documentary. Yeah. yeah. About the, witches? The original yeah. mockumentary with live score. Yeah. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be fantastic. Then we have a Rental, which is the Women's Adventure Film Tour, which packed the place last time. We have the Blood in the Snow Canadian Film Fest, which is two nights of feature and short Canadian films. And then the big thing this week... Oh, boy. The Up All Night... What's the full title now? The Up All Night... Fest. An overnight VHS film festival. Oh. Yeah. Look at Listen to that swanky extended title. <laughs> so I think there'll be tens of people in attendance. Yeah. 
I'll be there. Oh I would, gosh. and I don't want to make light of it. I want every single thing we show to have three hundred people there. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's I, I know Eric will be there. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm so excited. And poor Melissa is managing all night. And I said, you can just set up a cot in the in the projection booth. And there is a cot. Yeah, yeah. supposedly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. Eric can come in every seventy five minutes and be like, flip like, the VHS. Like poker with a stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're alive, right? And then Eric can just stand up and be like, anyone popcorn? Right yeah. down, serve some people some popcorn. Oh, man, it's gonna be so weird. Like not even sort of chaotic, but not really chaotic because I don't think it'll be packed. But it's gonna be weird, and everyone's groggy, and you don't know what's going on. Well, some people asked me, and I just kind of answered. Sure, because I didn't know. But said like, can we come in at like three in the morning? Yeah, you can come. And in I was like, whenever. sure, but yeah. I was like, that means you're gonna go get drunk till two in the morning and then come here. Oh god, but I never even thought of that. I just didn't think we'd sell many tickets past the initial go, you know. But we'll see. Oh and god, when the bars let out, exactly. Be like this is a good idea. Everybody from Tire comes over after some crazy heavy metal band <laughs> oh is playing god. over there. I don't know if it'll be good or bad because at least it'll like inject some life into the room and I'll be like awake a little longer. Yeah. So we got that going for us. And again, it's funny with Haxon having never heard of it. The nine movies screening at this, I've never heard of a I've single only, one. I've only heard of one of them and it's the last movie. Yeah, because it got okay. the egg for release. Yeah, the Soul Tangler. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. yeah. But the other ones I haven't heard of. And one, I specifically wrote and said, this one is so rare it doesn't have an IMDb thing. And of course, a bunch of people then emailed me and said, Oh no, I found it. It's on IMDb. Yeah. And I was like, no, I know. I asked them specifically about this. That's just another movie with the same. It's Blood Hunter or something. Yeah, yeah. And there's like four Blood Hunters. Yeah, like other and movies don't have multiple titles, Josh. What are <laughs> yeah. you talking about? That's but, the same one. But the Up All Night guy I was chatting with online said, no, it's like they had to track this down. It's not on IMDb. The filmmaker had to send them a copy essentially. Oh, so Lord. it's a real lost VHS movie. And all these ones, they seem like the kind that weren't even at Blockbuster or Rogers. They were at gas stations. They weren't even you at know? West Coast Videos. So. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be pretty fantastic. The, if, if you can, I'm doing Haxon back-to-back with all of those. So Somebody's driving from Montreal to do that. I, like, peer pressure them into it. <laughs> I was going to invite the Turbo Kid director, but I was like, ah, I don't want to make it weird. But I, was, I don't know him that well, but I was like, that seems like a thing he'd like. I don't know. I'm working the matinee shift the next day, so I'm not doing it. But I'm only working a bit of it. Yeah. I'm working, like, the first... Oh, like like you're show. working like till two a.m. or something? No, till one. So okay. I'm here for like the first hour. I may you stick around. Stay, like, yeah, yeah. Or maybe you'll do twenty minutes, and you're like, I get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the last time we did it, we did it during. How did we do it last time? We did it during the day, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, it was a tw- we did a twenty-four hour thing. And so it was from like noon till noon, I think. Yeah. So we ate up a full day. Yeah. I stayed for two films, and as luck would have it, it was one I wanted to see, which was Cool as Ice. And then one was a baby Sasquatch movie. With and I, Loaf? Yes, yeah. God. And I swore after those two, I was like, and I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, At least with this one, it's horror, so I know like it'll be in my wheelhouse, even if they suck. Yeah. Whereas with other stuff, it's like, I don't know, cool as ice. Like, that's kind of a horror, I guess, in a way. It's but, horrific. Yeah, it's bad. Up All Night is coming from Hamilton, so they will be hosting, I guess, maybe a little intro before each movie or something. <laughs> but you can see the movies... If you look at our website, you can see what we screened, or if you're in the future, look back at what we screened. Mm. It's stuff where, like, there's some coffee table kind of book out. We might have it here, where it's just hundreds, like a 300-page book, all just VHS covers. Yeah, I think I have that. Yeah, I have that book too. And and they're like, I feel like you have to. Not on DVD. They're not on Netflix. They're not available for distribution. And it shows you the stuff that is lost. Like stuff just goes away. That's the our friends at Agfa. That's the 
the God's work that they're doing it's is... True. Well, that's, that's, and the other stuff you've never heard of that they put out, that's, uh, every time they announce something, I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So that's our packed week for the 22nd through the 28th. It's insane. I might cut us just a little bit short. We're going to hit the half hour mark, which is what, what I'd like good. to hit. I haven't even told you that I watched The Postman last night. Oh, the director's cut, the eight-hour edition? No, it was only three hours, but it sucked. Like, yeah. I know that's not <laughs> shocking. Well, it's like, I, it made Waterworld look amazing, because I was like, at least that had the cool water. But, like, this one, I was like, cool. <laughs> I get why they were thinking. They're like, okay, we'll give him another budget, because it's a Western, basically. And he did Dance with Wolves, therefore it'll be great. And I was like, he so had boring. I guess he just had a let. I guess with the success of Dances with Wolves, and I guess maybe the bodyguard, he could just... There was and a Robin period, Hood. Robin and Robin Hood. There was a yep. period where he can... He was the guy. Do you want to direct a three-hour movie where you play a postman in the future? Sure. sure. And he might as well have directed Waterworlds, considering he called all the shots, I think, mostly. So, yeah, it was... I watched it in anticipation of this podcast, because I was like, I can't wait to tell him I watched The Postman. And I was like, oh my god, this is terrible. So, yeah, don't watch it. Should I watch it? Just... It's not even. It's just boring. Like it honestly, you're just like, oh my god. Now it's like it's like the villain sucks and like everyone. Is Tom Petty in that movie? He is. He's fine. He plays himself. <laughs> he's, literally, he plays Tom Petty, and he's he's like future Tom Petty. Yeah, yeah. He's like Costner's like you're famous, and he's like huh, I was once. You know, or like that's not bad. That's not like Vincent Weird. Price almost. But yeah, and he plays himself. It's so like watch that. It's kind of sad because the movie's set in what 20... 2013. We're already past the year. Oh, okay. Yeah, 2013. Okay, so it's it's like Predator 2, where it's in the year 1996. Yeah. yeah, and I think it was set the same year as Escape from L.A. I believe that was also 2013. I was reading IMDb trivia. I don't remember. No, it wasn't Escape from me. That might have been 1997. Escape from L.A., not New York. No, no, but the future the oh, future year in Escape from New York. Yeah. That was 1997. Escape, I'm talking about Escape from L.A., not Escape from oh, New York. Okay. I'm talking about the bad one, <laughs> okay. not the good one. Yeah, so I know we don't talk about that. American Werewolf in uh, Paris. I believe yeah. that's the one I'm referring to. <laughs> anyway, it's just, I had to get that in there. Had to get that in. Yeah, yeah, Postman sucks. <laughs> Shocking yeah, reveal. It set me up for the up all night fast. I'm, yeah. I'm ready now. I can sit through anything. So you can see other cool stuff we have coming up. Check out mayfairtheater.ca. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Go visit our friends at House of Targ, whose fifth anniversary is coming up pretty soon. Oh, man. And we'll see you again soon at the Mayfair. Bye. Bye. That weird silence. He's going to say www.thepostman.com. Don't look that up. I'm going to watch the director's cut of Robin Hood uh, next. That'll be good. I loved that movie when I was a kid. I saw it at the drive in. Yeah. And then it was on TV a year ago. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, this this isn't good. Kids (laughs) are dumb. We're all dumb. Every movie we loved when we were five is not good. Why is Kevin. Like, it's the worst casting. Like, he's. The most yeah. Alan Rickman though he's still good right well yeah but like <laughs> Kevin Cost like Robin Hood Men in Tights was probably more yeah. accurate it's basically the same movie at this yeah. point you're like this uh, this isn't good and every movie that uh, Kevin Costner was in is not the best okay everyone stop talking oh sorry <laughs> okay goodbye Bye. for real <laughs> but who's your favorite Robin Hood character no shut up <laughs> sorry Little John <laughs> the United States doesn't exist America in the year 2013. You're required to show yourself. But I'm not with these people. I'm just passing through. When everything that brought us together has been torn apart. Kill him! Something is ordinary as delivering the mail. I'll accept all new correspondence. I want you to know I died to get a letter through. Becomes an extraordinary act of courage. How much mail can a dead postman deliver? We're not gonna stop. Look out! Somebody might have to die gave them back their memories. You've given us all back what we've forgotten. We give out hope. You want a war?
Kevin Costner, the Academy Award-winning director of Dances with Wolves, takes us through an incredible view of the future. Do you hear me, Postman? I said ride! The Postman starts Thursday, December 25th at a theater near you.